Can you believe it? Can you guys truly, truly believe that we're a month into the NFL season already? We're a month, a full month, almost a full calendar month. This is week four, week five if you're a college fan. But maybe we'll talk about both. You know what? We're coming off a really good live show. And you know what? In that live show, there was a person in the comments. That person was very active. And then people were saying, you've got to get him back on. What do I do? I slid in the DM. So, folks, I'm going to apologize. Patriots POV. That's going to be next Tuesday. But tonight, making his return in the first time in God knows when, I'm going to hype him up and just have him do his intro on his own. How about that? How about that? What's up, YouTube world? It's your boy, Nightmare 10, once again, back on screen. Don't you love it? Griff, man, it has been too long. Work is killing me. Every time Griff would – all right, first of all, I'm going to say this. I'm going I'm to give some props to Griff. He's reached out. I just Every time he reaches out, it's been terrible timing. Not his fault, so – He's trying to get me on the show, but it worked out. So thank you for having me. Thank you for the long wait. It just makes this that much more special. So we we pump a lot of effort, pump a lot of resources into it. Look at me now. Like we usually like Phil was on here in like the OG like Skype recording days when we wouldn't even do this. Now every podcast video, the graphics, Pico got it updated, got to make it looking nice. The microphone with the football, everything. He did Patriots color specifically for me. So that's that. But so far, folks, you know what? NFL season, it's it's a grind. It's a grind. But you know what? We're here to talk about it. This is episode number 185. We're on the road to 200. Phil was a part of episode 100. He had one of the hot takes of, I always say it, the OG hot take. But we're going to, I I don't even want to, I'm not even going, to, that's how excited I am, folks. I am tripping over my <laughs> words right now. I am tripping over my words. We're going to get into the games. It is Thursday night football. We have Bengals. We have Dolphins. We have Bengals, and they're all white uniforms. We have Miami at a plus three and a half spread, and we have an over-under at 47 and a half. These odds were made last night when I cranked these graphics out. How are we feeling about this Thursday night game? Man, first of all, great matchup for once on Thursday night football. I mean, since the, of course, has had their issues this this season. but Chiefs um, Chiefs Chargers was a good one. Oh, yeah, we did have Chiefs Chargers. I I forgot about that. That was a good one, too. I'm sorry. Normally, the norm – so I guess I should say we're on a good trend of getting decent games, even though last week's was eh. But, Do you want to know um, what next week's is? What's next week's Thursday's game? I feel like Colts I know. The Broncos. Colts Broncos. And then Commanders Reds. And then Commanders Bears. Okay, Commanders Bears is the word. Next Colts Broncos might not be bad. Well, Broncos offense is terrible. Well, we'll get to that. But <laughs> so let's just ride the high while we have it. <laughs> um, Broncos Colts could be good if Russell Wilson decides to be an accurate passer, but that was not his decision last week. Apparently. And then Saints Cardinals <laughs> three weeks from now. That's gonna be a good one. Yeah. Um, <laughs> One thing I do want to preference first, uh, because of all the work that I've done, I have watched less football probably than I normally have. Well, no, definitely than I normally have. But you know me. I'm reading stuff. I'm keeping up with stats. I'm a fantasy guy, so I'm constantly – by the way, just made a trade tonight. It was final tonight for Tua, so I literally made a move to get Tua. Uh, shout out to my boy, Trademark. He's been, has he been on the show? I can't remember if he has or not. Don't think so, no. Okay, we have to get Jared on the show. He's also a fellow Giants fan, but shout out to him. I'll give the trade link. Wait, wait, wait. Trademark is Jared? You didn't know that? No, Jared was literally on here a week ago. Oh, you didn't know his name was Trademark? No, Jared's been on the show numerous oh. times. As soon as he's a Giants fan, I was like, yeah, he was on here yeah, last okay. Monday. Like, I was happy the Pats beat the Steelers. He was happy that his Giants were 2-0. and I got him in my DMs bitching about Daniel Jones and saying that it's over. And basically, he's like the one – purely Giants fan who realizes Jones ain't it. So yeah, I'm, I'm okay. sorry for the listeners and, and Griff. I'm, I'm OG, I'm OG YWC. So 
trademark is he's, he's never jerry he's always gonna be trademark so <laughs> um but anyways yeah so i made a trade with him that's long story short but i just want to preference there are there might be some takes that i have that are horrible but they are rooted in knowledge of knowing football and uh, and just following along and trying. And I've watched every game that I've possibly been able to watch. I just Sunday you can't watch all 272 regular Sunday season games. games. I'm literally, I'll, I'll be on it. Like, I'm not going to see this one. I'm literally on my phone scrolling every play, seeing the Patriots every play, seeing the rate. Like last week with the Ravens, like I was back and forth. Like, I can't watch it, but I'm following along on my app. So it's like, I'm there. I know exactly what's going on as far as that. There are, and then of course after the games, I you know I, I follow along and uh, and try to find clips and, and things like that. So I'm there. I've got the information. I just wanted to throw that out there in case someone's like, "Well, do you, you miss this?" I was like, "Okay, well listen, calm your nerves." Okay. Yeah, pump the brakes. Sorry, I'm rambling. I'm so excited. Like you said, <laughs> there's so much stuff that I can say about that I haven't been able to talk about. So yeah, but with this game right here, though, this is one of those games where it's just like you know what, it's going to be a good Thursday night game. I'm going to come out and say it right now. That's my dog. You might hear him in the background barking. I mean, go Patriots. I, I agree. I agree. But, yeah, go Patriots. That's what the puppy's <laughs> doing. But here's the thing with this game, though. I think everyone's – I look at Miami, and I'm like, you know what? Short week, travel. They're the they're the dog. They had a big win on Sunday. You know, it's – Big Rat said this best on, on Monday night. This is a schedule loss for the Dolphins. You know those games where you're not supposed to win, but you find a way to win. It's kind of like two years ago with the Patriots. Remember there was that Sunday night game with the Ravens, and it was like pouring rain. It was a monsoon, not as bad as – And we Freddie Smith. Yeah. And send, we just want to send our quick thoughts to anyone in Florida that's been affected by Hurricane Ian, Fort Myers. The hurricane's here now, by the way. Thanks, Florida. <laughs> but, yes. For, I'm literally going to be in the, where the hurricane was yesterday. I'm literally going to be there in eight months, but that's neither here nor there. I just wanted to get that out of the way, too. But – it's just one of those things like how like you remember that game, right? Yeah. The, right, yeah. You're talking about not, not last year, the year four, right? Two it was two years ago. It was Cam Newton beat the Ravens. Yeah. That's why I was a little more cocky because I'm like, Cam Newton beat this team two years ago. Why can't Mac? And then we'll we'll talk about the Patriots in a bit. But yeah, that's the thing. So that's with that game there. Comments on that game for sure. So I kind of look at it the same way where this is a game Miami's supposed to lose, but everyone's on Miami so much that I've learned through the more and more gambling I do, you fade the public. You fade what the public is going for because every time they do it, it doesn't hit. So that's why I'm going Bengals, but also too, I don't know if you saw it. I, I'm gonna put, I, I gotta pull it up because the suit that Joe. I, this is gonna sound really weird, but Joe Burrow looked like you know what we saw in the playoffs. This is courtesy of Bleacher Report betting. Uh, oh wait, whoops, that's not it. Uh, folks, uh, fuck, Phil, you Phil, you got me all over the place. <laughs> of course, it's fine. Well, while you're looking for, for that, I'll just say, I mean, going into the season, like this, this is a matchup. Like I agree. Like, the glare may be horrible, but are you telling me that guy, like, like that's losing tonight? I, I don't think so. That, like, what is that? Is that flowers? I can't even it's, tell. It's, it's, it's flowers. It's flowers. He's got like fresh white kicks on too. I'm just looking. I look at yeah. that and I'm like, that's a man that wants to win a football game. Himself, so that's that's the issue still for the Bengals. <laughs> um, even though, well, I can't. It, who they have that came from us? I, I'm having a blank. Karis? Is that who it is? Yeah, Ted Karras. Yeah, okay. And I, they also have Devin Asiasi right now, too, but I think he's on the practice squad. Well, right, but I meant the like for the line, yeah. Yeah. No, but I think, like I was going to say, before this, before this, like going into the season, when you're looking at schedule, yeah, this is like one you schedule a lot because they're defending AFC champions. Um, but you, that's, you know more than anybody else, like it's week by week. And not only that, it's like I always say it's sample size, like three to four games. 
I was telling, I tell this to a friend at work. Every time we talk football, I'm like, bro, three to four games. You judge every three to four games, like as like a like a group, because teams just change so much. Some teams don't, but like you know, good teams are you know are gonna mold to a better team, and better teams are gonna get even better, things like that. But like, so now looking at it now, it's like we still wonder about the Bengals because yeah, they won last week, but um, it's still there's there's still question marks now. So there's also pressure to repeat what you did last year. And Miami looks great, but it's yeah, they didn't win the Super Bowl. But it just shows it goes to show like there's so much pressure. Like you're still look in the AFC side, you're considered like a Super Bowl. Like you wait, you made it to the Super Bowl. You're the AFC champions. You're the defending champions of the of that league. So it's like you're still going to get the best that you're getting from everybody. And also to quote Bill, it's still extended preseason. I know that's like people probably hate that word, but it's true. Especially now that the preseason just isn't the same anymore. Like. I think I don't know all the teams, but like the Rams, the reason why they're struggling, they didn't play a single starter. That, that's correct, right? They didn't play a single starter in the preseason. If I, if I, if yeah, I, thought that was right. I think also I think Stafford's more hurt than I think they're letting on, letting that's us true. believe. Yeah. I think yeah, I think he's a little more banged up than they want us to know about. I'm just using this, them as an example, but yeah. So I mean, I think as I ramble, but um, I do I do think that the Bengals are you know still trying to figure themselves out. Uh, and but they're also getting the best from everybody, and I just think Miami. It's a short week, so this is a trap game. As 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 how it's a very quick trap game. Even though it's like if you lose to Cincinnati, like in the long scheme scheme of things, it's not going to hurt Miami. I mean, maybe seeding wise, but um, you know, it's still a game that if Miami can go and win, like they look strong. Like now, I, I was thinking on the ride home because I was thinking of things that I knew would come up, and it's like. You can make the argument Miami's the best team in the league right now. Like, will they be at the end of the season? Like, there's just it's too early. But I mean, I think that's still the like I think Bills are still like everyone's pick. Like, I don't think that's changed even though they lost last week. Um, but I think Miami right now, if you have to look, I mean, they have the head to head, and it's, we only have three weeks to work on. I, I know as a Patriots fan, it pains me to say that, but it's true. Miami's the best team. Could you can make the case? I think it's the Eagles, but I think Miami's right there. So. Um, you got to win these games. Like it's Thursday night game. I don't matter how you, you they, even though I am starting two of them, I want him to score like 40 points, but um, if you win 10 to seven, you take it. You don't, you don't think about it and you move on, you know, but I don't think that's the way the game's going to go tonight. Um, I'm hoping for a shootout. I don't know if it will be a shoot. I think it's still, it's going to be a, a decently scoring game. Um, I would probably say in the twenties for each team. Give me 24. Uh, I, think, I think Miami wins though. I do. I, I just can't pick, I can't pick Cincy right now. Prove me wrong, Cincy. Burrow go out there and ball. I'm gonna go Cincy win Miami cover. I'm gonna go 24 it? to 20. It's three and a half. I'm gonna go 24 Four. to 21. So it would be a Cincinnati win, but Miami covers the spread. Yeah, Miami 100 covers. I got Miami winning outright, but I, I I do think Miami at least covers. I'm in a spread pool right now on CBS, and the lines are set at the beginning of the week, and I believe it's a two and a half. So I'm taking the Bengals at two and a half, just because I feel like the game's not gonna be that close. I feel like this is gonna be like a field goal game. This is yeah, gonna be a game though. This is gonna be a game though where. I just worry about Miami because not only is Tua banged up, but their secondary is banged up, and they like the blitz a lot. And Burrow does good against the blitz, so we'll see how that factors into it. So for the gambling purposes out there, I'm going to say Cincinnati money line, Miami on the spread. I'm going to say under 47 and a half, even though I've been bad at unders, except for Chicago, San Francisco earlier this year. That's points, right? 47, Pardon me? right? The the over 47. You're going with the over on 47. Under. I'm going under. I'm saying because I'm saying 20. I'm saying 24 to 21, which is 45. Yeah, I'd go under, and that's – I'm not – I've said this before. I'm good, bad with scores, but that's close to what I would say. I still think even the Dolphins win, it's a field goal game, so in the 20s. So that gives – like, yeah, I think it's under as well. 
Over was shocking. I'd be like, wow. <laughs> it, it would, but unders have been hitting a lot of prime time. As an entertaining, entertaining side point, I'd be all for it. But Why do you think I like Big 12 football so much? I'm, I love all kinds of, like the defensive battles, even though Denver looked terrible the other night. But like I, I'm, I'm down for defensive battles. I, I have a game that's, I have a game that's going to be a defensive battle on Sunday. We'll get to I that in a little like, bit. Sucky, like if the offense is struggling because the defense is just that good, there's a difference. You can tell Denver, like Russell Wilson. Well, we'll get to that. That was just offense. both teams were bad offensively. Yeah, they were just terrible. So was Jimmy Garoppolo, and that's my boy. But no, nah. this might be a really personal question. But do you work on Sunday? This Sunday? No, I'm actually off this time. I'm you actually wake off up. On Sunday. And here's the thing about this game. You can wake up early. Yeah, because there's a not, this game. Not. Yes. I saw that too, and I'm like, yes, I can at least get an extra game in. Yeah, 9.30 in the morning. Um, fun fact about this game, my parents are overseas right now in England, and they are going to be attending this game. Oh, wow. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah that's awesome. As, as you know, my dad, I think you know this, my dad, huge Saints fan. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, my 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 mom went before because I think there was some other there were some other people and they found a bar filled with Saints fans. Like my dad was like he's in he's in the airport like shit talking with Vikings fans. It's like it's it's gonna be fun. That's the thing with the London games is that they're fun, but I feel like it's a good experience for the fans because they get to go and make a vacation out of this. You get to see Europe, and for us, we get football at nine thirty in the morning. So think about that. You can wake up at nine thirty, watch football from. 9.30 to 11. That's 14 hours of football. Have either – here's a good uh, – this, this is kind of going into the analysis of the game, but, like, have either one – I think the Saints have been in London, right? Or they have neither one. 2008, I believe, is when they last were there. The Vikings, I don't know. But the one question I have for you about this game is, do we consider this a primetime game for Kirk Cousins because it's going to be nationally televised? Do we, oh, do we consider – do we consider uh, that? He wins by default that it's not. Like, I think by default – like just a small de- by default, it's not technically a primetime game, but it's like the like the next closest thing. Yeah. So do we get? Yeah, that's a good, very good point. Um, man, dude, I, yeah, that's <laughs> Kirk Cousins. Like, come on, like two different guys, like literally two different men. I'm gonna. I want to go Saints, but I just feel like if Jameis isn't if, if Jameis isn't playing, I don't know. Pardon me. Sorry, I was in. Go ahead and finish what you were saying. I was just gonna say I want to pick the Saints, but I don't. If Jameis isn't 100 percent or he isn't playing, it's gonna be tough. This is a game where I think you know what points are gonna be scored. I think this is a game where you take the over. The London game, it's gonna be just going out there. You're putting on a show. You know what? I I, I like Saints plus three. I think they rebound after a shit. I like I was saying. I know the health part, but the more I think about it, they had a shitty game against Carolina last week. I think they get the rebound and even. Minnesota, too, they had their first great game, but then the last two games they were super suspect in, even though they're 2-1. and one. I'm, I'm, i got to go with Saints here. I think the Saints rebound back and come back to the States 2-2. Two and two. And Minnesota's favored, right? Am I reading that right? Yeah. So, yeah, long story short for bet, for betting terminology, because I don't know if it's legal in South Carolina yet. It's not, not, not game game betting. Like we, I mean, you can like you can do fan, like daily fantasy, but that's it. Yeah. So, basically, minus, favorite, plus – Thing. so think about it so minus three means that now but yeah, yeah. no 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 it's all good I, I'm, I'm here to educate people and basically the, the few rules i have with betting are to educate even though a lot of people watch my videos and they're like i don't know what the fuck you're talking about but you look funny in them um <laughs> basically have fun with it and also to preach responsible gambling and i know everyone it's like oh you're almost you out here betting i've literally gotten offers of like if you need help i will help you out and i'm like no i bet what i can afford and i bet what i'm okay to lose i will so i'm not like 
throwing my money away shamelessly. No, I'm betting when I base. That's the, that's the golden rule bet where you can afford to lose. It's like anything in life. You know what? The key Spend what you're comfortable is, spending. Yeah. And I think you, you, you would, like I said, I don't really bet on games, but um, I think the key that you would agree with is the fact that like, I don't, don't just bet because there's a game on like, right. Like find the, find you a good, like, especially with NFL, you have a selection of games on Sunday, like find you a game to, to bet on and, and ride with that or whatever. I've seen parlay parlays look kind of fun, but, um, but yeah, don't just bet because there's a game like all the primetime games. Like, don't just throw a bet out there just because there's a game on. Um, I didn't bet Sunday night's primetime game because I had a, I had a shitty day Sunday. I went over three, but you better believe I got something cooked up for tonight. I have three props that I took. I took I took Jamar Chase to get a touchdown. I took T Higgins fifty plus yards, and I took Raheem. This is a very silly one, but it's out there. Raheem Mostert four plus receiving yards. He's a running back, but I expect them to they use him in the pass game a little bit just because they're going to be so concentrated on Hill and Waddle four. that you know I only need four receiving yards. That's it. Four, four receiving yards. That's okay. all. That sounds like a good one. I took it for plus three hundred, so let's see if it hits. Um, but yeah, back to this game though. Like like I said, close game. I expect a shootout here. I think like thirty four to twenty eight is a score that came to mind, which. Happens to corn state with Super Bowl 51. I just threw it out there right now. So I think 34-28 Saints win. I think, like I said, Saints get back on the right foot. Yeah. Um, man, that's this is so obviously the Jameis thing, right? Like I, I haven't heard the latest. Like, have they started traveling yet? They went to so I did talk to my dad about this and I saw some stuff online. They either went straight from Charlotte to London or they like went back home for like a day, but they've been over there for a few days already, the Saints. And they're, they're already, already practicing there. there. Okay. So I didn't know if Jameis, like, because usually that, that's a big tell, like, if they don't travel with the team. Like, I know Josh Jacobs like traveled later, but like London is a little different. Um, so I, I think as long as Jameis plays, I think this game is going to be, like you said, like a shootout. Um, I'm going to go with Minnesota. Not that I'm like confidently going with Minnesota, but. I think also you got to look at like they they've had they um I mean they won did they win last they won last week right they beat the Lions right they did but the Lions yeah. covered yeah and the Lions covered so I th- I think it was a game that like they won but like they didn't win if that makes like they won in the in the in the column but like they didn't look good like they should have like confidently beat the Lions even though like it was a bounce back game because they you know the Eagles just straight thrashed them um I mean thrash is a little extreme but still. Uh, so yeah, I think the Vikings need to ba- need to bounce back as well. Obviously, the Saints lost to the Panthers, but um, this kind of division game is a little bit different. Where Minnesota like beat the Lions, but which is also a division game. But I don't know. I'm like that didn't really make sense, but <laughs> I'll own that. But uh, no, I, I think that I think Minnesota wins. Now they're what you I asked you, I done forgot already. Who's favored? Minnesota is right. Yes, sir. I don't. Mm, I think they cover. I think they cover. Yeah, I think Minnesota wins and they cover. I'm like, I'm not great at the whole like covering thing. But we'll I, I don't expect you to. I just put it on here because it's such a prevalent thing in the NFL. Literally no, every – It's another way it's – it's another aspect of the game. Like, I like this, like, thinking about do I think they're going to win that close or do I think it's going to be more. Yeah, it's that. And then also, too, the NFL realized, hey, we can make a shitload of money off of people, so we're going to do this and we're going to advertise. We're going to pump the sponsorships but, in. But let's uh, suspend Ridley for betting. <laughs> Exactly. That's a whole other conversation. I have nothing to say about this game, but just hold your breath. And I, I want to pick the Chargers to bounce back, but there's just right. something. I don't know what it is. Like I, I just think like, you know, Chargers, tech, like everyone thinks Texans are that frisky team. Texans are this and that, but 
I want to go Chargers, even though Herbert's not 100%. They did have a couple big losses this week, though, in Rashawn Slater, who's out for the season with a torn bicep, and then Joey Bosa with a groin. He's on the injured reserves, and he's out like four to six weeks. I have nothing really to say about this game, but hold your breath. Know. It no, no, not hold your breath. It's a game. It's there. I'm gonna pick. I'm just gonna say, I'm fucking. I'm picking the Chargers, and I'm gonna take over 44 points just because I think it's that like weird friskiness where it's a firm number. Yeah, I, th- uh, I think that I think I well definitely I like the Chargers. Uh, the one thing I was gonna ask you because you, I'm sure you saw. I don't, I didn't see that many clips from that game. So how did Herbert look? The one I saw, the one I saw, he looked terrible. Like he looked like he was like, like it just didn't look good. But I, you know, when you can tell someone's not 100, percent it looked like that. You can tell someone's not 100. percent Yeah. When he came back in the game, uh, was against the Chiefs. I was like, bro, like maybe I don't know, <laughs> like, like hold him out. Like you, this is your franchise. Like I don't understand that. That's how Zach Wilson isn't even in the game. Or is it? It's just now starting this week because they put him like, or not, not because they put him, but like. That was a whole other thing because Zach Wilson shouldn't have been running in a preseason game, but whatever. Um, that's why no one plays half the Neither here nor there, not our quarterback. So, yeah. But, anyways, that's right, Danny. I was just kind of using, <laughs> yeah, Danny's going to be like, oh, oh. Um, but no, what I'm saying is like with her, like, save your, like, they, do that, like, do people not see, like, these co- other coaches not see the, the examples that are like other idiot coaches are doing? Like, Baker Mayfield got put back out there when he was clearly not healthy, in my opinion. You can make an argument against it, but, I don't yeah. think he was he was yeah, ready. Torn labrum. There's one thing fighting through pain. There's another thing fighting through an injury. Those are two different things, right? Fighting through pain, yeah, you're, you want your quarterback to fight through adversity. Um, you don't want your quarterback fighting through an injury that clearly needs to get better. When Which it, we'll when get into with someone in a very little bit. Yeah. If you miss one game, it's not going to hurt, kill your – like you don't want to lose your franchise off of one game that's not going to break – it could make or break you technically in the end. But it's not going to if in this at the same sense. But yeah, I got the Chargers winning um, over under. I'm probably over. Yeah, probably over. I don't think the Chargers. Are, I mean, Houston's probably gonna get garbage time points too. Um, so yeah, I got I got them winning. I'm gonna say this right now. One of these teams is gonna be three and one, and it makes me go, "What the fuck?" Like these are two teams I did not have doing good this year. I've made it very clear on my stances on Daniel Jones. But the Giants are wearing these like nice '80s like blue retros, and the field's going to be all retro. And for that reason, and that reason only, and also too because I think they're going to have a bounce back against a Bears team that got a win last week. I'm going to say Giants go three and one. I'm going to say it. I think the Giants win. This is this is another game where you kind of hold your breath. You just hold your breath, and it, it happens. It's a football game. I'm not going to watch it. So, one thing I will say, like so most of the time, I would, I would honestly, I'd look at this game and and say the same thing. But at least I know a little bit about the Giants because I was able to watch that game. So they they were actually in prime time. They, they played Dallas last week. So I will say this, like uh, going in, like just looking at the, like you got to look at who they play, right? Like, and I'm not knocking Giants fan. Like, be excited, right? Like, if you're a Giants fan, be excited that you were two and zero. Like, I'm not knocking that, right? Um, but you got to understand who you beat. One, Tennessee was a shell. Like, yeah, they bounced back, but like Tennessee. They're mid. Horrible, you can say right? it. They're not a good football team anymore. Yeah, they're very mid right now, for sure. Um, and then their other win is against uh, Carolina. Oh, yeah, against Carolina, who was, I mean, week one, they're trying to figure themselves out. So Did you not hear the stats that I was bleeping out about the Panthers the other day? They look, the Panthers don't have an offense. Like, the offensive line it was the issue last year. You can change the quarterback. They could put Tom Brady in there. He's probably getting hurt. Like I saw that offensive line in person last year. 
and they lost someone in that game. It was awful. For, like, Sam Donald, even if he was good, wasn't going to win that game. So uh, that's the thing. They're still not – like they, I think they did draft a guy. I don't know how well he's playing. Maybe he's not playing. I haven't heard too, too much about Eki Aquanu. That's the other thing, too. The Giants' offensive line, for all its quarrels, they do have Andrew Thomas, who has shown a lot of good promise to tackle this year. I will say that. He's very highly graded. I was a little squeamish on him coming out of the draft for going for. I thought he was going to go a little bit higher, but he has been looking good for the Giants. And also, here's the other thing, too. When it comes to run games, one running back is playing really well, exceptionally well this year. He's having a great season, Saquon Barkley. Yeah, Christian is. McCaffrey cannot stay healthy, and that's why I avoid, that's why I avoid him for fantasy and now. He's, he's on my do-not-draft list. Is anyone shocked by this? Like, I saw he was hurt. I'm like, that's exactly why I wouldn't have touched him. Like, a value pick? Like, I think I was making a lot of conversations with people. Like Value? He was going, like, number two in every single draft I was hitting. Yeah, I'm saying, like, he wasn't going to get there. But I'm saying, like, if as a value pick, maybe you take him if he's, like, late second round or something. Like, it's a, it might be worth that risk. But going top five, heck no. Like, one, half the running backs taken in the – actually, most of them in the first round aren't delivering right now. So, not to, like, their first round uh, potential. So, anyway, but, yeah, Barkley's balling out. I – I think I, I don't know if it was last season or whatever. I wish this I had stayed on the train this year because I, I think I got on the train last year and uh, didn't wasn't able to get a draft him this year. But I was like, man, I, I knew I had a feeling contract year two, so I knew he was gonna. So go are, we, are we going Giants? Are you going Giants here too? Yeah, are you going... I got a yeah, so I got, got off. Thank you for getting me back on track. Yeah, so, I watching the game last week. The, like the problem with the Giants isn't Daniel Jones. I'm not saying I'm a big Daniel Jones guy, but the dude was running for his life. Nobody can catch the damn ball. So we don't even – like. Tr- unfortunately, it's going to end up being put on him. But do we even know if Daniel Jones is the guy – like, I know we've had a lot of time. Like, I don't know if he's, like – obviously, like, quarterbacks overcome what, what they have, right? But, like, I don't think Daniel Jones is a problem. I think, once again, the Giants just have holes that they're not filling, and they expect mm-hmm. their quarterback to fix them. That's what bad franchises do. I'm not saying the Giants are like, – overall bad franchise i'm just saying like that's a bad franchise decision if you're expecting you know your guy like they did draft evan neal and he was i, I heard the quote of literally being like a, a revolving door and he was against the cowboys um so and then some weeks he look, he's looked good so but anyway see i got the giants winning i do have the giants winning because i think they're gonna they're gonna do enough and i don't trust the bears yeah that's just, the thing too i'll say this Justin Fields there's still doesn't impress me. I still stand by that. I'm glad that we put pick Mac over over Fields. I just don't see it with Justin Fields. There was always my reaction on draft night that I was heartbroken that when the Bears traded up to 11 and then they like grabbed Fields, I was like, fuck, because I like I wanted him on New England. But then now I'm having like no, I, I always go back to this because it's my favorite anniversary. It's like April 23rd or 25th of when the Bills drafted Josh Allen and they'll always tweet it out. And you go in the mentions and the amount of people that were so fucking angry with that pick now is hilarious considering how much they kiss his ass up there or down there for where I live, but up there for where you live. But yeah, with this game, and I know too, like, look, we're not blaming Jones for any of this, but then there's sometimes too where you're right. You got to look at it where the quarterbacks are always going to take the brunt of the blame no matter what. And not perfect. He made, he made some, some bad decisions in that game too, but I think collectively there's a lot more of a problem than just him they're digging themselves out of a hole from the past regime that sunk them to where now the new regime's gotta wait and take its time and evaluate and figure out 
where exactly they want to go with this football team. So this year is a feel and out process for the Giants. I don't think Giants fans should be expecting them to make the playoffs at all. But going two and one, but here's the thing now though, say if they finish six and eleven or seven and ten, it's gonna be viewed as a failed season. So that's the only thing, considering they started 0 and 2, even though they did get a, a considered an upset win, and then they beat Carolina. So that's that. Yeah. And it's gonna be a lower draft. I mean, unfortunately for the Giants, I mean you're gonna get a lower draft pick. Um, but you know, but it's good to win games. You wanna win like I always say this. I'm not big on, like, oh, let's just get a higher draft pick. Like, all those fans that are like that, you don't actually want that. You just say that because you have to. Like, I think Giant. I, th- I think I've seen it from Matt. Like, Matt, yeah, he, you know, wants a good draft pick. But, like, I think he also, you know, if you see this, you see them winning games, you see them, like, competing in games. Like, it's better to have that than have, like, the higher draft pick, in my opinion. Yeah, like, you always, you always want your team to be competitive. Really That's cool. Miami did that. Like, that, that was one of the things, like, Miami – was was well they obviously got draft picks different ways but they were doing that they were like they were grinding out games i think big red said that last week like they were grinding out games um and even if they lost they looked good in them so yeah that's the thing sometimes there's also like moral victories which are good but at the same time suck just because it's like oh we did this but we could have done this better um moving on to seattle and detroit this game is just weird because if like two years ago you had told me these two teams would be playing and Detroit would be the favorite, I don't know if I'd believe you or not. One of my big hot takes from last off last off season that came true was Seattle was going to miss the playoffs in 2021. I just felt like it was like the end of the road for them kind of thing. But now I think – so did you watch the week one game, them in Denver? Yes, I watched that game, yes. I, I feel like through that one game, everyone's going to look at that game and go, oh, yeah, they're good. But then they basically will pick them, and then there's a sharp reality of, oh, hey, yeah, they're not really that good of a football team. They just had, like, that one mirage week. I, I'm, like, I'm not saying they're going to go 1-16, and 16, but this is a team where I'm like, they're headed in the rebuild direction. They're just – it's basically – it's like one team's going down, one team's, like, coming up. Like, Detroit's coming out of their rebuild. Detroit, hell, 2-0, and oh, like, they, they could have been – they're this close to being a 3-0 football team if you think about it. And they're, they're a quarterback. They're that team this year that they're like the 2019 Bucs. They have all the pieces surrounding. It's just the quarterback. If they can get a solid quarterback, because like you know too from college, this year's draft is solid for quarterbacks and solid for talent overall. So they're going to get someone good in the draft. Actually, yeah. two solid good guys because I think the, they saw the Rams first overall pick, first round pick this coming year. But let's worry about the draft in six months, folks. Yeah. But yeah, so, with this game, I'm going to say this. Give me the Lions and give me the points. I think this is a game where both defenses just get kind of torched. And this is Big 12 football. This is going to be Big 12 football. Yeah, for sure. Um, one thing I'll say to your point, like I think a lot of people got trapped like in that week one with Seattle. A lot of people were picking them to beat Atlanta. I picked Atlanta. Like I was like, no, I think Atlanta's Atlanta one was due for a win there. But I think like people were getting trapped in that game. Like Atlanta's, regardless of their issues, is more talented than Seattle in my opinion. Would you agree with that? Atlanta is more talented than Seattle, but I'm going to say this too. Atlanta is frisky. They're frisky. They're a team that they're not going to win a lot of games. They're going to be in a lot of games. We'll get to Atlanta in a little bit, but that's how I feel about them. Yeah. So anyways, well, that's what my thought process was. And I'm like, Atlanta's going to like, I I really wasn't, that was like quickly. I'm going through my picks and I'm like, Atlanta moving on. Like I just, I really was really confident in that one. Um, but yeah, Seattle, like there's, they're kind of ones that they might grind out a game here and there, but like, I mean, Geno Smith is only going to get you far so far. Right. Yeah. I kind of, is Drew Locke hurt still? I can't remember. You just don't play Drew Locke. 
You do, you don't you don't go you don't open that you don't open that Pandora's box. You do not open that Pandora's box. We already I mean, know Drew Lock's that cool. I thought I'm leading go, into the I'm, season, I thought Drew Lock was really gonna be the guy, but no. If you know this pot if you know this podcast, you know that Drew Lock's not a good quarterback. Like two years ago, I know I'm gonna use Patriots reference. Patriots Broncos. The Broncos scored six field goals in that game. The Patriots had a chance to win because Drew Lock could not convert on third down. That's all I'm going to say about that, and that's like all I'll say about this game is we're both going to Detroit and we're taking the points. Yeah, I got I got lines as well. Yeah, I didn't say that, but I was talking more about Seattle. But I've seen takes already that Jacksonville is this year Cincinnati, and I want to be like, okay, let's pump the brakes on that. I think Jacksonville is getting yeah, better. I didn't mean that, but holy cow! No. I've, I've seen a couple of takes like that. I think this is a game where everyone's going to be picking Jacksonville because you know, hey, they got the big win against a good football team last week. They're going to go in there, but then I think this is the kind of game that. Philly's going to win. I think that's that game where everyone's kind of like, oh, okay, yeah, maybe Jacksonville's not as like legit as we think. I know that they're they have promise and they have a lot of talent, especially on the defensive side of the football. And Trevor Lawrence is starting to look like Clemson Trevor again. I'm going to quote Big Rat on that. Amazing what he can do with a good coach. We exactly. said that, but yeah, <laughs> we've been saying that we've yeah put him with a good coach and he can do stuff. But with this game though, I'm still going to go Philly because when you ask me who is the better overall football team. Yeah, it's the Eagles. The Eagles. Uh, but also, too, I'm not I don't hear saying already that the Eagles are the Super Bowl team. I don't know if you've ever seen who my Super Bowl pick is, but my Super Bowl – I'll get to my Super Bowl. Wait, I'll tell you later. Season or your current Super Bowl pick? Like, no, my current pick that I picked in the preseason that I still anticipate on winning. So you, you picked before the season, and then you're sticking to it. Yeah, I'm, I'm sticking with my pick. But, yeah, with this game, though, like I said, I think this is a game where Philly goes 4-0. But then that's the thing, too, where I don't like where everyone's like, Oh, but if Philly wins this week, they can like go eight or nine and oh. I'm like, guys, let's take it one week at a time. But when I look at this game, I just look at it and I'm like, you know what, Philly. Yeah. So like, I don't think this really like to me. This doesn't really tell me anything about Jacksonville unless the game is way closer. Then that that might tell me a little bit. But like, this isn't like a game that I'm thinking like I'm judging Jacksonville on. Like Philly should win this game, right? Like, I I just said Philly's the best team in the league right now. I, that's how I feel, uh, and a lot of other people feel. So I think. Um, like you got the best team in the league versus a team that's still trying. Like I think how they play. Like I mean, Philly beat Minnesota. Like what was it, twenty eight to something? Like it was like oh, they wiped the floor with them. Yeah, like it so was like, like I was like twenty four to seven or something like that. Yeah, you can't ride too much on that, right? Like because it changes week to week and stuff. But I just don't like if they won by that much, I wouldn't be like, well, the Jags are back to being the Jags. They're, they're playing Philly. Like look what Philly did to the Minnesota's offense. So. Um, I think if they if they fight like they, they you know they fight hard and they stay in it like I think that tells a lot about where Jacksonville is and where the heart is. So, um, but yeah, I got Philly winning in a six and a half. Yeah, they they I think they cover that. I think Philly wins by more than a touchdown. Yeah, they they probably win by like at least like a good game for Jacksonville will be a ten point win. I'll take the, I'll say that. Yeah, there's a lot of happen, but I think that would show a lot. Even though it is at home, but still. I'm going to rapid fire through a few games right here just because there's a lot in the one o'clock window and it's just, I don't care about them that much. I'm going to say, I'm going to say Jets. Zach Wilson's back. I think the Boo Birds for Trubisky are slowly starting to emerge and we're realizing that, yeah, Mitch Trubisky is not what we thought he could be. I think it's just, I'm going to say this Jets, Jets win. This is going to be, this is going to be an ugly football game. This is going to be ugly. Yeah, I think Jets win. Push the spark of having Wilson back. Um, And then I would say also another, I know it's going to sound like a dead record or broken record. Uh, I don't think it's all Mitch either. Mitch isn't the answer. Like, eventually, Kenny is going to have to come in. But, like, without TJ Watt, that defense is – you just might as well throw him out the door. And their offensive play calling by Matt Canada has also been horrible. Like, Steelers fans want him fired. 
I've said for a long time that Tomlin needs to go. And I see those fans that agree with me. So, but that's, that's a whole nother thing. I've said that on the podcast before. I'm going to say Cleveland just because I know they're the more experienced football team, but this, this is a potential. I'm going to say this. So this has potential for upset. This has an upset potential, especially if we don't get miles Garrett, who I don't know if you saw, but was in a really bad car accident. He was also charged. Do you know? So I, I don't know if you know or not why he was in the car. Did you, do you know why? Why he was in the accident? Yeah. I don't know. I don't think I did. Maybe he was he was going really fast, and an animal came out in the middle of the road. He swerved, and he rolled his car like three or four times. It was a play. Oh, wow! No, I yeah, did not, I did not hear that. Part. Yeah, I think he got charged with some sort of driving. He's he's okay, which matters most. He's okay, but he's out, right? Is he out for the game? I haven't heard, but if he doesn't go, that's going to be a big loss. Um, I'm also going to say this right here: give me that over at 48 points. Both teams can score. Atlanta has been able to score in all three games they played. I think this is this is going to be that game where everyone's going to think is crappy, but it ends up being you know what a little bit exciting. This one's tough for me because, like, Atlanta does that. Like, so I just prop giving props to Atlanta, right? And I picked Atlanta last week against yeah. Seattle, but this just seems like a game that they're gonna like lose themselves, <laughs> or they're in it and then they do something that's gonna cost them late in the game. It's like you know yeah. what? They're uh, like they're down. Like, let's say I'm gonna say so just for the gambling purposes, the over. It's thirty-one to twenty-seven. Marcus Mariota third down chance. Like against the Rams. Do you remember that? The, the, the Rams Falcons game two weeks ago. Marcus Mariota has a chance to win the game for the Falcons. Throws an interception to Jalen Ramsey. Exact same thing could happen here. You know what? Third down takes a costly sack that gets him out of field goal well, range. That one wasn't like his fault. Jalen Ramsey mossed the other guy, which actually got the award for that. You game. know what I mean, though? It's like the we had, like quarterback's going to make a mistake. Something's going to happen. Yeah. Uh, and I like Mariota, actually. But, yeah, I, I agree with everything you said. Um, I think – and that's why I think I'm, I'm going to go to Cleveland to win this game. Um. And they're, are they favored? I can't remember. Cleveland is favored, but it's like one and a half. It's a, The spread line's really weird on that one. Um, this right here, uh, I'm going to say Colts just because they're the team that I buy into more. They're the – this is they're a game, too, where it could be uh, – this game could be ugly. This could be ugly. It's like, once again, both of these – this is the story of which which version are we going to get. So, Indy, do we get week one through week two Indy, or do we get week three Indy? And then Tennessee, do we get one through two Tennessee, or do we get week three Tennessee? Um, I'm, I'm also I think, this. I also want to say this. This is a game two of which quarterback which quarterback uh, screws up the least. I'm gonna try to be clean for you. Yeah, clean. <laughs> You're good. I say I cost more than I should now. Anyways, uh, Indy. I think Indy wins for sure. I think Indy is gonna ride that win. I, I didn't get to really see like exactly how they won that game. Um, that's one of the ones I kind of didn't really uh, follow along with. I just saw they won and was like, what the? <laughs> but, cost uh, a lot of people survival strikes. Yeah, that's that was, I'm sure, cost a lot of people money too. Uh, but, yeah, I, I think Indy wins. I think Tennessee, like, we'll get to the Raiders in a minute. But I, I, I got Indy, I, just to keep it short. I got Dallas. I'm not saying anything else. Carson Wentz sucks. I'm, I got Dallas. I got, I got Dallas in this spot. Carson Wentz. I heard – I will say one thing about Carson Wentz. I heard an interesting stat. When the game's on the line, Carson Wentz loses it. He just, like – he doesn't, like, have the, the mental power about it. But when he – like, when they're – I say game's on the line, but, like, when he, like, has to win it. Like, but if they're in it, like, back and forth, back and forth, he's fine. But the second yep. he, it's on him to win it, he just can't handle the pressure. Um, Dallas looks good, man. Like, without Dak. Can you believe it? Like – Dak's on one. Cooper Rush is 2-0. Uh, I know, and I know Dallas. Once again, they beat Giants last, last week, or whatever. But they did upset Tennessee as well. Um, I got Dallas in this game as well. I think this is the game everyone's paying really close attention to. I have a take about this game. Well, there's two takes I have. One, Buffalo's going to win this game because they usually bounce back. Two, 
this game's not going to be as exciting as people think. I think everyone's going to be expecting, like, you know what, both quarterbacks are going to go out there. They're going to shoot out the place. Denver, not Denver, Buffalo has a really good defense, especially against the run. And uh, and also to their pass defense. We'll see how their pass defense looks. But Baltimore, too, their defense, they have a really good pass defense as well. So I think this is a game where, you know what, I think it's going to be an uglier football. I think not ugly, but this is going to be a game that everyone's going to be like, Oh, yo, man, I expected all these points, man. What the fuck? What the hell, man? Like, this game sucked. I'm like, yeah, that's football. It's always those – it's it's like the the old WWE logic, like the pre-Vince retiring one. You know where it's always an event you're ecstatic for and it's a letdown? WrestleMania 34. But then there's always those events where you're like, ah, it's, like, you're not excited at all and it turns out to be a great show. It's like the same sort of logic. It's always those, like, games where in the NFL, you know what, yeah, this is going to be a great game. They're going to go out there. They're going to score points and points and points. Nothing happens. It's like last Sunday. The same thing with uh, Miami and Buffalo, too. So, with this game right here, give me the, give me the Bills and don't give me the points. Uh, so, I agree. I think the Bills bounce back as well. Um, I, I am interested to see, like, who they have back that they didn't have last week. Is there anybody coming back? I think there is. I saw someone was coming back. Oh, their injury report looks gross. Same. So, they, that, that, could, that could make it be the game that you thought it was one thing i will say i don't know if you like were, were trying to say like baltimore's pass defense is actually terrible like you were saying it was good i don't know if you were meant in the run defense um but they let mac jones threw all over him like let's be real like if he doesn't throw those interceptions like mac jones like, like legit has a chance to win that game but like he was ba- he was battling back and forth now our defense was giving it up just as well as baltimore's I'm a little worried about Baltimore's defense. Like, can they cover Diggs? Like, I don't know, man. Like, I, like I, maybe it's just because, like, they had the same – like, granted, they, this is two weeks in a row that they've given – like, they, they didn't give up a lot of points to us, granted, but that's we're not also a team that's going to put up that many, a lot of points on them. But I, I'm just not impre- – like, I'm just not impressed with Baltimore's defense, pass defense right now. Um, granted, Miami, we'll, we'll give them a, a pass because, like, it's very hard to cover Hill and Waddle. So I'll, I'll give him a pass on that one, and it was a shootout anyway. But last week, I mean, Mac Jones, I love Mac Jones, but he shouldn't be he shouldn't be doing what he was doing to you. Um, and had he not turned the ball over, they could have easily lost that game. But yeah, I'm gonna, I gotta, I'm gonna rapid fire for this one too. Arizona, yeah, I think we need to talk about this. <laughs> it, this is it's a sucker's bet. It's literally like when you see Arizona as an away. Like underdog, you're like, okay, Vegas is a little too high on Carolina after getting the win against the Saints. Cardinals are, I don't know what the Cardinals are. They're weird. But yeah, I'm saying that. Give Cardinals. Carolina's favorite in this game? Carolina's favorite. Oh my God. What? I would jump all over this if I bet. Yeah, 100% bet on Arizona. I mean, Arizona can be Arizona sometimes, but yeah, no. That's I have two. Crazy. I have two words. I have two words for you. Or three. Or oh God! Four, four. 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 Backs against the wall. Raiders are going to win this game. They're both. I mean, Denver can win a game all they want, but they don't look good. But <laughs> like, you, you know that, like, like how last week, Indy, like, uh, like Tennessee, like Big Rat said this too, and it's true. Tennessee always does better when like no one's expecting them to win. Back against the wall. Remember your take, but Tennessee was going to beat Baltimore in the divisional round two years ago, uh, three years ago now, actually. Jesus Christ, I've been on the air for almost that long. Um, Good Lord, yeah, I didn't think it was that long. Damn. Well, yeah, we're coming up on three years of the podcast. Yeah, but, for the with, but yeah, but with that, it's the same sort of logic here. I think 
Backs are against the wall. I want to bet on the Raiders to win, but like they pissed me off so much last week where I'm like, I expected you guys to be good and you're not. Watch, I'm not going to bet on them. They're going to win the football game. That's all I'm going to say. This is a spot too where I think everyone's starting to think, oh, you know what, Broncos got two wins in a row. They're good. Raiders have a the Raiders have a good pass. Eleven points. Like, okay, their defense is good, but I think it's more of a plan of, like, dude, San Fran, they gave San Fran, I watched that game. They gave San Fran every opportunity to win that game. San Fran was like, nah, you can have it. So, that was one of those games. Like, you could, you you know, you watched it. It was like, that, that, so, no. I, Denver, this has to be the come-out game for the Raiders. Miguel, yep. get your team in fucking line. Sorry, <laughs> I knew I was going to drop one. Get your team in line, man. Like, the Raiders, like, they were my like like sleeper pick to make it to the Super Bowl. Like I need y'all to get it together. Josh McDaniels, be better, be your better head coach because it's not all on Derek Carr. I hear a lot of hate on Derek Carr. The man is getting some shitty play calling. I've I've seen it. I've actually saw the kind of calls and the, and the plays that he's getting. Yeah, the third down check, the third check and checkdowns on third down. Miguel probably put him in a in a. <laughs> oh, believe me, I've talked to Miguel about that already. Um, but I do think here's the thing I will say about the Raiders. I do think this could be good for them. Like three, they can't they can't lose this week. Zero and four. I don't know if you overcome that. If they lose this week, it's it's done. If they're zero and three, if they start winning and get some momentum, they can get back to where they are, and this will only help them in the end. But they've got to turn that corner now. Like they can't go zero and four. Man, I don't know. I don't think you come back from that. I'm gonna take the graphics away for a second. I'm gonna give you. I'm I'm gonna close your eyes. Not close your eyes, but I like it's just a metaphor. I want you to just let me talk for a couple seconds. It's 17 to 7. It's third and five at the Green Bay 40 yard line. Brian Hoyer throws an interception, and then the Packers go down and score, and that's the game. I see this game. I, I, two, 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 two things I got off my chest. One, I know Mac is not playing. I just, I, I, I applaud him for trying to push through the pain, but. Be serious, dude. Look at the long picture. Don't look short-term. And the other thing, too, is this game is going to be identical to the one against Kansas City two years ago. This is going to be a game where the defense is going to keep them in it. But ultimately, I love my Patriots, but I just can't pick Aaron Rodgers against Brian Hoyer. I just can't. And also, this was like this was a schedule loss, like going back to when the schedule came out. I always knew. I'm like, you know what? Green Bay is a better football team, Aaron, even if it was Aaron Rodgers and Mac Jones, which kind of sucks we don't get to see. But – now, now, I'll, now I disagree with you on that. I like, yeah, I get the, what the the logic you're going by. Like, it's not wrong at all. But I looked at that game and I'm like, of the of the like of the four games, like I had more confidence in winning that one than Miami or Baltimore. So not saying I was gimme gimme the Patriots a win, but I no, but I get that though. Let's just say they steal one of those, right? Then I think it's that one. Um, now it's a little different, obviously. Um, if we steal this one, <laughs> thanks Green Bay. <laughs> but uh. I do think it's going to be – I said this in the last week. I think it's going to be closer than people think. Now, you just kind of said that, and then, you know, in the end, you know, Aaron Rodgers scores and, and makes it uh, – and ends it for us. It, you know, it's, it's going to be like last Sunday, but just less points. It's going to be, you know, like – I don't know. It's going to be at one point it's going to be like 14 to 10 in the Patriots because the defense kept them in there, and then the Patriots managed to get some drives on Green Bay. But then I think Brian Hoyer does a mistake that the Packers turn into points. That's what I think is going to happen. So I, like, I, I don't, I, I don't like doing it, thinking that this is going to be a bad game for the Patriots. It's just, it's what I see, and I don't want to come on here being like, you know what? Hey, yeah, everything is all right. No, the Patriots, the Patriots do have their problems. Um, I'm not freaking out about them. I know everyone's out here right now being like, 
oh, but Robert Kraft getting in the way, is Bill Belichick getting in the way, of the GM getting in the way of Bill Belichick, the coach, where it's just like, as long as he's there, I'm going to have faith in them. And also, too, I'm not – I you, you literally cannot put any of what the picks are on – that's the thing. Like, when people do interceptions and they're like, oh, he lost because of coaching, it's like, no. It's just there's certain miscommunications still. This offense is still a work in progress. And they have a very easier part of their schedule coming up after this. I'm not saying Detroit's easy, but they have some very winnable games after this because if you look at it, it's Detroit, which I'll be in attendance for, folks, once again. Cleveland, Bears, Jets, Colts, bye week, and the Jets. That's a very, very good stretch to where Brian Hoyer could probably win some games, especially that yeah. Bears game. That's Monday Night Football. Yeah, I agree. And I think uh, – here's the thing. Devontae, every interception, unless I'm – quote me if I'm wrong, has gone – Oh, three of them have been Parker's fault. Three of them have been Parker's fault. Not all of them. I thought it was all – it's not all of them. Is there, is there one I'm missing? I think there was a tipped one, too, I think. Now that I the think tip was Miami. That was Miami, right? Yeah. Week two was just really good defense by Minka Fitzpatrick. Week three was Marlon Humphrey. Parker underran the route. One was just, I think, him chucking. The one at the end of the game on Sunday where he did get hurt was just him, I think, chucking the ball up to get it out. And it was just a bad throw. That was on Mac. But the fourth one from last Sunday, I can't – the fourth one that he's thrown so far, I can't remember what it was. I thought that was to Parker, but like I said, I, I was following along, so I couldn't like exactly – I couldn't actually see it. You know? I kind of mentally checked out of the game after Nelson Aguilar fumble – after Kyle Hamilton yeah. had the strip fumble of uh, Nelson Aguilar, which is – that's the second fumble. Regardless, a lot of it's in that connection, right? So I yeah. think I, – I, like I don't – right now, like that's a problem. Like it's going to – it's like right on the edge of being a problem, right? But they're trying to figure each other out right now. So I'm okay with the first three weeks, right? And he's now hurt, but like – you know, so I don't know how many games he, he's going to end up missing. Mac Jones, that is. So we'll see what happens down the stretch. But, like, you can kind of try things early on in the games. Like, it does look bad right now that, that they're not getting that, you know, that chemistry. But even Parker's owned up. So I think it's a mixture of both. They're just not there yet. I think Parker's not doing his part, in a sense, on some of them. And then Max, you know, expecting miracles sometime. And it's like, you don't have to do – like, if it's not there, it's not there. Um, yeah. So there's, there's some progress with that. I think I think this team. I, I, I'm always optimistic, and granted, I haven't been able to watch games like I wanted, like I always do. Um, uh, so it's like I'm having to do the best I can with what I've got. Um, but I still, I'm optimistic. Like I still think it's too early to tell. Like I think the Mac injury and how long he lasts—that's a whole other factor. But I'm just saying, in the, in the team itself, um, I, I like I think there's there's pieces there to win games. Like we proved we we were in the game against, like I just said earlier. We were in the game against Baltimore. We shot ourselves in the foot. The ultimate yeah. thing that we have to do, and you and I've heard you see say this, and every other Patriots fan has said this, uh, and even non-Patriots. Mistake-free football. Mistake-free football, and we're in games. Not saying we're going to win all those games, but we're in the game, and we're not shooting ourselves in the foot, right? So yeah. that's unpatriot-like football. So if that stops, I think we're fine. I think we're we're we have a chance. It's going to be hard in the AFC. The AFC. I said it before the season, and I'll say it still now, even though there's some teams that aren't. That are kind of mixed in, like where they we thought they were, where they were, where they're not, or whatever. But uh, yeah, I, I think the spread, ten. I just saw I saw that earlier. Um, that could be a trap. I think we could cover the spread in some weird way. Um, I wouldn't bet on it, but I do yeah. think I do think it's a possible. Like, if you wanted to throw it out there as one, I think I think they could cover that. Um, under. I think it's under the forty though. I think it's under. 
Yeah, this is this like I said, this is bit this is gonna be Big Ten football. This, dude, this is gonna be watching Wisconsin versus Iowa on a Saturday afternoon in November. This is what this game is gonna be. It's gonna be just yeah. rough defensive football. But I will say, like, I like this matchup. If Mac was playing, he was healthy. At Green Bay does does it, throw it, that. it wouldn't be a ten point spread if Mac was playing. We'd probably be well, like four or five. I, saying, I, I like them to I, like. I think I would have picked them to win. Um, Only thing know. I'll say is though is that if Brian Hoyer does look like shit on Sunday, you gotta go zappy against the Lions and Mac can't go. Brian Hoyer is going to, is the best. He's gonna manage manage it the best, right? I was telling my coworker that's also a Pats fan. Um, he's gonna manage it the best, but wouldn't it be kind of cool? What if you have a, a shot in the dark, like? Zap seeing Zap out there. Like, I understand you want to try your best chance to win, but it'd be nice to see what if you have someone that's actually like he's just a natural, you know, like obviously he plays quarterback, he's he's played it before and like led the led college football in some stat, I can't remember, but like was like in yards, I think maybe it was. It was um, Western Kentucky, but he did have a lot of promise in college, which I know it's like I think a lot of times it's to go to smaller school. Josh Allen went to Wyoming, so I think the point. I think the point is schools get can, you got to cancel out schools when it looks at people. I because I've had my take about Alabama quarterbacks not developing, and then that changed with Mac. I think it's just all about the coaching situation. I mean, also you feel like a Jalen and Tua. Um, we're now at the game that features my Super Bowl pick, and it's not Tampa Bay. My my pick from the preseason was the Kansas City Chiefs to win it. Uh, to win it all, yeah. Kansas City. Okay, That's yeah. Not bad. I have a reason for it. It's like, you know, all those years when no one thought, when everyone doubted the Patriots, like the deflate gate suspension, it was like, oh, they're not going to win. And then they win. I think it's the same sort of logic with KC. It's like, they don't have any pressure on them to win. Like, they, I know they're still a good team and they're still in that conversation, but you you know what? No one's ever talking about them. It's like always Baltimore. It's always Buffalo. It's always Philly. It's always all these other teams. And no one's talking about Kansas City. And now both teams are on a bounce back, but when it comes down to it, who has more talent right now? That's Kansas City. I can't believe I'm saying that. And also, oh, for all the time, people were bitching about, like, oh, Tom Brady has nothing in New England. This is pretty bare because like the drop-off after Mike Evans is significant with no Chris Godwin. And also, too, it's the no Gronk factor that gets me. But if I had to pick this game right here, I'm going Chiefs. I'm, I'm, go- I'm going to go Kansas City Chiefs. I think it's... I think the Chiefs get back. The Chiefs get back on track this week, which will lead everyone to freak out about the Buccaneers. And then the Buccaneers next week. Play. I, I want to look up who they play in Week Five. Yeah, see who they play. Um, but yeah, I agree. I, th- I th- and I, I don't disagree with your pick either. I think Kansas City is a good pick. Um, oh, they get Atlanta. They get Atlanta. So there's your bounce back week right there. <laughs> Lose two in a row, and then they'll murder the Falcons. Yeah, they'll murder the Falcons. I feel good about. He's never lost to Atlanta, too. By the way. I don't think, right? I don't think. I think that's one of the teams Tom Brady has, has never beat. Tom Brady. I could be wrong, but that might be a Patriots uh, stat with Brady. But. Uh, the Falcons? No, he's never lost. Brady's never lost the Falcons. Yeah, because I think, we, like, we, I mean, he's only played us once, but we were it was us, them, and Bucks. I think as well too, even though he can't play the Bucks now. But yeah, I, I got I got Kansas City, Tampa Bay. I like last week. I like they don't ha- like they. Just, he has no chemistry with anybody that's healthy right now. Now Mike Evans will be back for this game because he's healthy. He just got suspended. So that should help, but I just don't know if it's enough, man. That offensive line's not playing very good either. I've seen, I got to see, a, I've got to see a little more of the of the Bucks than than other. Uh, I watched some of it in the the Bucks Packers game, in the break room, man. I'm just like Brady's, just like, I mean, you can't. I'm not. I'm. I'm gonna sound like a sympathizer there, but like Brady, just like when you when you said this, or this was what made me think this. Like when people are like, well, Brady's done it before with nothing. He didn't really have nothing though. He had chemistry with all those guys that. Were, were no in everybody else's eyes were nobodies, but they were talented for the Patriots. Like there was some talent there. Like granted, they're not gonna like you know uh, go to the Hall of Fame or anything, but they're good 
quality players for him. And they're going to wow you. Who did he have last week that you were like, yeah, that guy's talented? Gage, I don't know enough about, so I'll, I'll plead the fifth on him. But they had to literally sign Cole Beasley. Uh, we're not even going to talk about that, Brady, but what, uh, whatever. But they had to go sign him, and even the chemistry was clearly off with them too because they, they haven't played. It's like he had no one. So until that team is healthy, I think Bucks are going to be a later down the road if they can get it together in time. Don't but, forget, uh, everyone will forget about them and then write them off, and then Brady will go. And, and Brady will no, go no, in no, and no, no. He'll, he'll pull an ups, upset in the playoffs. I, I'm calling that right now. They'll like, still win the division. Yeah, well, yeah. For, for as good as the Saints are, I just think that the Buccaneers are still a better team overall. So the, so the Buccaneers will still win the division. It's just in that Super Bowl conversation, everyone's going to kind of maybe overlook them a bit, and then they'll be like, oh, my God, Tampa. And it's just like, yeah, you people yeah. haven't learned. Yeah, don't doubt him yeah. in the later months. Kansas. Do not doubt Tom. And I'll say this about Kansas City on the opposite side of it. I'll, I owe them somewhat of an apology because I do think I, – I was one. Of, I was kind of in the camp that they were going to start off – they start off slow all the time. So it's like I thought they were going to do that again, especially I thought there, there was going to be some, like, missing Tyreek Hill. I haven't really seen that, so I apologize to them for about that. Now, last week they they dropped an L to the, the Colts. But in the long, I mean, in the, in the preseason, if you had heard that, you would have been as shocked. It's just because the Colts struggled in two weeks that it looks more of a shock. But um, I'm not, I, would, I think Kansas City's another one that's going to just fly under the radar. But it's good for them. I do think that's a that's great for Kansas City. You don't really I also, know that you're going to be a you know. I also think the Chiefs too are. It's just I know Hill's a very vital was a vital part of that offense, but it's like look. Mahomes is still Mahomes at the end of the day. It's not like Tyreek Hill made him or anything. Patrick Mahomes is a self-made man. So that's all I wanted to say with that. Mahomes is very talented, too. He's very talented. I think he can make it happen. San Fran, L.A. I know San Fran looked kind of weak last week and gave the game away. But San Fran, in regular season games, since Kyle Shanahan and Sean McVay started coaching there, Sean McVay has beaten the, the 49ers this many times. Is this in San Fran or is this in LA? It's in San Francisco. In San Francisco. That's it's in San Francisco. And so for that, I'm gonna go with the Niners to get the win. I'm gonna I'm gonna still pick the Niners to get the win. I think that like like I said, I think the Rams have had a couple of games. I think they can find ways to exploit Matt Stafford. But the Rams do have some things on pieces on their team, like Ben Skoranek's look great. Allen Robinson's been a massive disappointment so far. And Cooper Cup's yeah, been Cooper Cup. Get yeah, I have Stafford yeah. and Robinson. Come on now. <laughs> anyway, sorry. Continue. <laughs> that makes so, it so bad. the only thing I have to say really about this is just yeah, San Francisco. I, I I literally have like nothing else to say. Like it's a Monday night football game. I'm gonna watch. Like I love it when people come to me and they're like, "Do you really need to watch football all day on Sundays?" I'm like, "Yes, I do." Yeah, I'm off. I don't work. I work Monday to Friday, so Sundays. Work? Work on Sundays and then when football's on and then come tell me that you don't want to watch football all day because it drives us like all of my coworkers like we're we're, we're like no, doing nothing but talking about our fantasy team and nothing. I I had to work an event two weeks ago on a Sunday and I literally had in my I I, I had like so DAZN is up here in Canada and I had DAZN going on my phone with the game and I had my AirPod in and my boss literally looked over and she like knew what I was doing and I was just like yeah I'm watching the football yeah, game right sorry. now. The Pats and the Steelers. It's one day out of the week, you can give me like like I'll, I'm productive to so like a certain point, but I'm like you gotta let me, you know. Greatest non-Super Bowl victory Monday in a long time, and if you follow me on Instagram, you know exactly why that is. Um, but I got the Rams, by the way, in this game. I think I just don't trust Jimmy right now. I, I I agree with your points, 
like you make great points, and obviously they haven't beaten them yet. Um, I just until I see a good Jimmy game, I'm gonna go with the Rams. Yeah, you know what? And I'm gonna go with the Niners, but that's the fun of it. Sometimes you have to agree to disagree. But I can see it going that way though. So I'm not very, I'm not like I'm not like 100 on the Rams, but I do. I'm gonna go with the Rams. Yeah, uh, most anyways. But anyway, Phil, this is a blast game to do this once yeah, again. Yeah. We'll have to get the regulars. We have our regulars in, folks. We, you know the rotation. That guy, I have a, like a full roster of guys from the YWC that I go to on a regular basis, and I can go, okay, you, 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 you. You're going to do good. Get the AFC East boys back in here. We got well, That's got to happen. That, or something. Like we got to have enough games in to find out. But special announcement next Wednesday. I can't point, but next Wednesday. Week five, the Jets play the Dolphins. I should be on here previewing the Pats with someone else. But to get you ready for Jets and Dolphins, you know who's coming back. We're going to have Big Rat and Danny to talk all of week five. We're going to talk Jets and Dolphins. That's, I'm, I'm like putting, putting that game like after the Monday Nighter. And I'm going to like literally mute myself and let those two duke it out. Because I know you're going to have the Jets. You're going to have the Dolphins. You're going to have those two who love to shit talk one another. It's going to be fantastic. And also, Thanks folks, like I said on Twitter yesterday, Patriots POV McGarvin, he's coming back on Tuesday. We're going to talk about the first month of the Pat season so far. Maybe he's going to give me a little th- couple of things to do inside Boston. But then the week of week six, there probably will only be one podcast just because it is a very busy time for me. Um, I have some stuff going on. Plus that Wednesday, your boy is finally getting to go see AEW Dynamite Live on October 12th. Oh, yeah, I am yeah, going October 12th in Toronto. October 12th, okay. Yeah, so it's a, it's a 13 days away. Um, don't have just good seats oh. as I had for the Raw in Toronto a couple months ago, but I have see it's a very it's a smaller venue, so it's still good. So I'll be there. The Tuesday night show. Pardon me. Is that the Tuesday night show? Wednesday, Wednesday night. night. Wednesday night. Okay. Yeah, I'm not doing when Rampage. So they're doing so they're doing Dynamite on Wednesday. They're doing Rampage on Thursday, but I'm not going to Rampage. I just don't really have a care to go. I just want I wanted to get a ticket for the big show Dynamite. I know they're doing it. They're keep advertising on a Tuesday night Dynamite. I can't remember when it is, but anyways, I'm, that's but all. So yeah, so yeah, so yeah, so we'll have two podcasts next week. We have the two podcasts this week. We're gonna get the two hundred soon. I gotta think of something to do for episode two hundred because guess what, folks? Yeah. It's coming up. I can't. I can tell. I have everyone what saying we now? we're at one eighty five. This is one eighty five. Yes. It's going to be the end of the season kind of stuff. Yeah. Close to the end of the season, yeah. I had a goal at originally at a point during the offseason to get to 200 by the start of the regular season, but I failed, which is because when the offseason rolls around and there's not a lot going on, you take content. Plus, I took a very deserved like six-week break from podcasting, which oh, was really good to reset the batteries. But anyway, folks, um, I think that's going to do it here. It's going to – this blast going to talk to Phil once again here on episode 185, uh, Dead Record. But anyway, guys, enjoy week four. If you're probably by the time you're listening to this, the Chiefs, not the Chiefs, the Chiefs game won't have been played, but the Dolphins and Bengals game will have been played. I'd like to record after games, but guess what? (laughs) I need my sleep. But anyway, guys, as long as the Bengals hit and Mostert catches four receiving yards, that's all I ask for. But we will see you guys later. I'm going to end on this. Go Pats. Even though I don't faith on Sunday, I'm still going to throw it out there. Go Pats. Hi, I'm Logan Anderson, host of the Say the Damn Score podcast. On my show, I deep dive into the sports broadcasting business by, you guessed it, talking to sportscasters. The show has featured big names like Bob Costas, Kenny Albert, and Vern Lundquist, as well as many up-and-coming broadcasters who you may not know yet, but you will know soon. 
Whether you're looking for professional development as a sportscaster, different career paths, or if you just want to be entertained by hearing some of the best storytellers in the world tell their own stories, this podcast is for you. You can subscribe to the podcast on all major podcast platforms, or you can visit our website, saythedamnscore.com. Do, did, will, the Story of People podcast is now available on the Cryer Media Network. The first five episodes are here and feature some incredible guests that fit into one or all three of those categories. Ready? Tara Sloan from the San Jose Sharks, Undercurrent Podcast at NBC Sports. Marianne Iveson from Iveson Voice and the Let's Take This Outside podcast to talk about the world of outdoors as well as voiceover land. Ariana Hunsicker, future Canadian Paralympic swimmer, already winning tons of awards for this country. Scott McGregor from the Hot Wallet podcast to dumb down the world of crypto, Bitcoin, and NFTs so you don't have to. And Jackie Holawati from Climate Pledge Arena in Seattle, Washington, the first net zero carbon certified arena on the planet. Wherever you get your pods, wherever you watch your pods, and on the Cryer Media Network.